Hello and welcome back to Lent with St. Edith Stein. This is Rebecca and I'm so happy you could be with us today. This podcast is brought to you by St. Edith Stein Co. So please be sure to check out our store at stedithsteinco.com. This podcast is a series of short reflections based on the writings of St. Edith Stein. Beginning on day 17 of this series and for the remainder of Lent, we're going to be focusing on St. Edith's final work, The Science of the Cross, which details her meditations and thoughts on the writings of St. John of the Cross. So let's begin with the prayer that St. Edith wrote. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, fill my soul with holy joy, courage, and strength to serve you. Enkindle your love in me, and then walk with me along the next stretch of road before me. I do not see very far ahead, but when I have arrived where the horizon now closes down, a new prospect will open before me, and I shall meet it with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In her book, The Science of the Cross, St. Edith Stein wrote, Something entirely new is begun when the dark night starts. The entirely comfortable being at home in the world, the satiety of pleasures that it offers, the demand for these pleasures and the matter-of-course consent to these demands, all of this that human nature considers bright daily life, all of this is darkness in God's eyes and incompatible with the divine light. It has to be totally uprooted if room for God is to be made in the soul. Meeting this demand means engaging in battle with one's own nature all along the line, taking up one's cross, and delivering oneself up to be crucified. The first segment of the dark night is the dark night of the senses. This is the process by which joy in and desire for worldly things is purged. We have to have a fundamental shift in our attitude toward the world. We must learn not to take comfort in earthly things, but in heavenly things. And to do so, we must fight against our own nature, take up our cross, and enter the night willingly. St. John of the Cross gave a few directions for entering the dark night actively. Number one, sustain always the desire to imitate Christ in all things and to bring your life into conformity with his. You must therefore study his life in order to imitate it and behave always as he would. And second, in order to do this well, you must deny yourself every pleasure that presents itself to your senses. Keep it far from you if it is not solely directed to the honor and glory of God. The dark night of the senses is an opportunity to order our four natural passions, joy, hope, fear, and sorrow. It is a means of finding freedom from all the world has to offer. And in order to pass through, one must die to sin. Apart from entering the night actively with intention, we may be brought to it passively through God's grace. Think of it as a natural progression of faith. Those who are new to the faith do not feel the, the character of the dark night. God holds us close and feeds us sweet milk, like children, like babies. However, sin abounds in us at this point, 
And we need to move from milk to solid nourishment. A lack of satisfaction in the spiritual life can be the sign of sin taking hold in us, or it may be a sign of purgative dryness, which is a feature of the dark night. We can tell purgative dryness by three signs. One, the soul finds no delight in creatures. Two, the soul continually turns to God, but feels that there must be a lack in service, that it's not serving God properly. And if the soul was lukewarm, it would not be concerned about this, and it would not continually turn back to God. This dryness is a sign that the sensory part of the soul is growing weaker, but when this happens, the spirit is growing stronger and more concerned with pleasing God. And three, the soul has difficulty in meditations and God no longer communicates through the senses. And this is a sign of a shift in communication from God, not a cutoff. God is now seeking to communicate to the soul through simple contemplation, which St. John of the Cross describes as something secret and hidden, and even for the one who possesses it, mysterious. So it's a means of perseverance in prayer without activity, a loving and peaceful attentiveness to God, without a great swelling in the soul. As St. John said, it is a secret and peaceful and loving inflow of God. Through the dark night of the senses, the soul is granted self-knowledge and self-insight. We are able to see ourselves more clearly, sin and all, and we can approach God more reverently. And through this, we become humble and obedient, doing spiritual practices for God's sake, not for our own sake. Unfortunately, it is a transition that many do not pass through. However, death of the sensory person is the rise of the spiritual person. And as St. Edith said in yesterday's reflection, the soul doesn't understand what's happening to it. So it's important for us to learn from St. Edith and St. John of the Cross so that we can understand what's happening in our souls. I want to thank you again for joining me today. And please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Edith Steinco. I hope that you'll continue to tune in as we reflect on the writings of St. Edith Stein throughout this Lenten season. May God bless you and may the saints be with you.